Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. It's been a little crazy for the last few days, so I kind of glossed over, because they fell on the weekend and such, a little bit about St. Augustine and St. Monica. And I think about you and me. You and me are like St. Monica with all the St. Augustines in my life and your life, right? She prayed and prayed and prayed and worked with Bishop Ambrose, St. Ambrose. So there were two people, and I kind of equated it to the readings today, right? Watering and seeding. I guess you'll seed first and then you'll water. And that is what they just kept doing. Looked like St. Monica was the one who loved him and kept trying to talk to him and convince him to going in. And then you had Ambrose, who was the big debater, the one who knew all the knowledge about the church. But it is God that grows. That's what we have to remember. How often, sorry, I have a little raspiness. I don't know if I'm coming down with a little cold or what, but... How often is it that you and I really put that job of conversion on our own shoulders and we feel like we fail when they're not seeing what we're seeing or they're not experiencing or feeling what we're experiencing or feeling on our journey. And we want that for the people in our lives. It's not as if we are trying to convert them into something that will harm them. I want to read the readings because we're talking flesh and spirit, and it's very, very different. Okay, let's think about what St. Paul is saying here. 1 Corinthians 3, 1 through 9, brothers and sisters, I could not talk to you as spiritual people, but as fleshy people, as infants in Christ. I fed you milk not solid food, because you were unable to take it. Indeed, you are still not able now. Whoops. Indeed, you are still not able, even now, for you are still of the flesh. While there is jealousy and rivalry among you, are you not of the flesh and walking according to the manner of man? Whenever someone says, I belong to Paul, and another, I belong to Apollos, are you not merely men? What is Apollos, after all? 
And what is Paul? Ministers through whom you became believers, just as the Lord assigned each one. I planted, Apollos watered, but God caused the growth. Therefore, neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who causes the growth. He who plants and he who waters are one, and each will receive wages in proportion to his labor. For we are God's co-workers. You are God's field, God's building. Okay, have you ever considered yourself a field or a building of God's? Think about, in your wildest imagination, a big field and it's all yours. And you can see clearly diamond seeds. How sparkly is your field? Is it shining so much that you can't even look at it because you've planted so many seeds with so many people? I think the thing we need to remember is we are on this earth for such a time as this for our own sphere of influence. You know people. The other person knows people. I know people. But we may not necessarily know the same people. But if you had every single Catholic that's practicing, let's just go <laughs> with the second largest Christian denomination in the world, which is Catholicism. Do you know the first one? It's the fallen away Catholics. <laughs> and I'm sure these are the ones that we're trying to go for. The ones who have left because they did not know what they had. And that's where we need together to drop the seeds and water them. And I think of my husband and I with our little garden that we planted this year. Typically, we don't even grow from seed. We just buy the little plant, put it in the dirt, and water it, and feed it, watch it grow and harvest. But one of the coolest things is watching it grow. It's so neat when you're all of a sudden looking down, you're like, oh my gosh, we have a tomato. But this year... We went with onions and hot peppers, jalapenos. We went with ghost peppers. We went with orange peppers and red peppers, more tomato plants, but just a whole bunch of variety, lunchbox peppers, bunch of herbs. And when you start seeing growth, it's exciting Every day, we're like kids. We walk out there and we see what's new. We trim and we prune and we water and we seed. But it really is not us that makes that plant grow. God does. And God obviously didn't want us to have onions <laughs> because our onions were comical. You put them in as little sets and little sets are like, I don't know, the size of a marble maybe. And it's just, it looks like a teeny weeny little onion, like one of those little cocktail onions you throw in or those little stew onions that you put in your soups. You plant them and they're supposed to grow into an onion and they come out of the ground with this big, long green thing. And yeah, they were only like 
double the size. <laughs> they were cute little onions. They were almost like shallots, actually. Um, that's about how big they grew. But that's God, right? So we have to learn. We need to go back and see what do we need to do differently. Because onions are different than peppers. I cannot believe I'm using this analogy of the garden for us and the people in our life, right? How many people do you have that you've talked about God and they're all so different? You can't approach it the same way with any one person. And yet all we have to do is try and try and try again. Not giving up, living and learning, getting up and dusting back off. Oh, well, I just got totally schooled by another Christian because I don't know my faith. I mean, that's half the battle, guys. We've we've got to know what it is that we believe and why we believe it. I have been praying on putting together a little book that has all of the answers and all of the debates, Bible verses, etc., for all of the things that people debate us about. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh my gosh, I was juicy. Sorry. <laughs> um, would you guys like that? I mean, I don't know if there might even be something out there. So if there is something already out there, please let me know. But I'm looking for it to be a quick, at a glance, like tiny purse-sized, easy tabbed, spiralized type of thing, like where it's sturdy, you could throw it in, you know, your bag, your purse, throw it in your car, but something small enough that you can keep with you where you can just whip it open when you're standing in line or you're stuck at a light in your car. Instead of grabbing your phone, and I may do one digitally, you can have this available so you can read and refresh and memorize and have handy in case you didn't memorize, you can turn to the page, show the page to that person and say, this is why we believe what we believe. I don't know. Is that something that you guys would be interested in? Kendra at KendraVonAsh.com. Please send me a note and let me know. And please don't forget, ask your parishioners. I'm sorry, not your parishioners, your pastors. I was going to say the, the, the parish office too. If they want a speaker for Advent, I think I'm going to put together a special Advent presentation about Mary so we can walk with Mary during this time while we're anticipating the birth of Jesus, the second coming of Jesus, but really trying to look at the whole time frame of Advent through Mary's eyes and through her heart. And I'll share my rough road to Mary, how I didn't connect with Mary. I didn't understand Mary, even though she has come into my life in big ways with healing my addiction. I also want to share how beautiful consecrating yourself to her is, how beautiful the St. Louis de Montfort consecration is and what a game changer. And then offer up ways, maybe even a calendar of how we can Think about Mary through Advent. She is the person who brought Jesus to us. 
She gave her life. She's our spiritual mother. And no better way, in my view, to look at Jesus coming into this world than through the eyes, heart, and soul of the mother of God, the one who said, yes, Lord, do it to me according to your will. Let me know if these things sound interesting. (laughs) Because, I don't know, I'm getting a whole new, what do I want to say, zeal. You know this happens to me when I go speak. There's something about being in front of people, being able to see their reactions, hear their laughter, feel their tears, and connect on a different level. And that, if we all just did a little watering and planting of seeds all day, every day, we would see our field glimmering. It would be filled with little diamond seeds that God will then grow and grow hopefully big and beyond anything that we could think of. And we have to remember, we were all St. Augustine's at one time too, probably. I don't know all of your conversion stories, but I'll tell you this. When I'm done speaking, I have people that come up to me and say, oh my gosh, I'm exactly like that. There are so many people who have had the seeds and the water and God has grown them. So we need to remember it may take some time. I'm telling you, my mom was praying for me. She wasn't praying for me back to the Catholic church, but she was praying for me to get off of this party animal path that I was on. And God grew those seeds and that water. He's done it to us where we think it was impossible so he can and most likely will do it to those in our lives. So let's just do what we can. Dropping the seeds and adding the water. Let's also not forget about sacrificing and fasting. Adding little reparations, right? Little sacrifices and sufferings sufferings throughout your day for these people and their conversions will only help. Okay, quick prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come Holy Spirit, please help us drop the seeds and add the right amount of water when the time comes. Teach us when we add too much water or not enough. Help us to consistently figure out the exact food that we need to add to that water for that seed. Help us remember that people are unique, that our approach needs to be different for each seed that we drop, but that every One of our seeds and every drop of our water needs to come from our heart. From our love, not our judgment. From us caring and loving them to heaven, loving their souls so much, not because we say so, but because you say so. 
Help us to remove the scales from the eyes of the people in our lives, but also remind us that we aren't the ones that will remove them fully. We're in this together, Lord. In the readings today, we will go back and reread. We will remind ourselves of how much of a partnership this is. And we ask for you to give us more opportunities and to have the courage to speak up when the time comes. We love you so much, Lord. Mary, take our left hand. Holy Spirit, take our right. Guide us and lead us today. Guardian angel, please bring the messages clear to our mind, to our heart, and help us see what God wants us to do today. Jesus, we love you so much. We want to be little Christs and we need your heart. So please come and rip ours out. Throw it away and replace it with yours and Mary's. We just want to do your will. Jesus, we love you. In your name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. All right, let's get out there and be love. Dropping those seeds, adding that water. Keeping our eye on the field, but knowing that God's the one that's going to make it grow. I don't know if this made any sense to you guys today, but it did to me this morning when I was praying. So I thought, I'm going to bring it to you all. Remember, St. Monica prayed so long for St. Augustine, and then when he did convert, he became a powerhouse, doctor of the church. God can do amazing things. He exalts the lowly. Look at what he's done to us. Okay, get out there and be love. Find something more with God. Have a blessed and inspired day.